The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. been fun once again filling in for well, it's been fun Yanko. for us i don't know about Jesse, the listeners but I, it's been fun Jesse, for us i enjoyed it I, I it was it. fun uh, our thanks to christopher morell for joining us so close to game time we do want to say that he walked in his first step yes back. we were not the curse that we thought we might be so we were that's a little good. worried that maybe we would <laughs> he would not be focused but uh christopher morell uh did walk in his uh first at bat on the bottom of the first inning but the cubs are trailing the royals right now one nothing also thanks to boog shambi as well that was came awesome on even closer it. to game time oh, did boog join you? Yeah, i love 20 boog. minutes before game time he's great he, he was joined great. us i was texting him yesterday i told him he did a he had a great call it was a great call it really was it, 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 it was great. I that, mean, we've had two. We've had, just as we bring in uh, Patty Boyle and Sylvie, we've had two amazing moments this year with the Talkman grab and, yeah. then, and then this one. I mean, you can go a whole season without a great moment like that. We've had two of them. So, I mean, Boog said it. It feels like something special going on up there. The vibe is great. Now they got to finish it off. It, it feels special and they're likable. Like, that was the one thing I took away from your morale interview. Yeah. It's like. You cheer for a guy like this. This guy was absolutely gushing 48 hours later talking about the interaction when he took his sister yeah. for a walk down Michigan yeah. Avenue it, and like doing the imitation yes. of, a, are you Christopher Morell? Yes, I'm Christopher Morell. Like it was the right guy to walk it off because of his personality. Not yeah. that you, you'd take anybody walking it off, but in that moment, right, it was against the White Sox. It was like the right guy at the right moment. It was amazing. Really was someone who loves it and and can soak it up like that. Yeah, it, it just it makes it even better. It's yeah. like it's like when someone is smiling all the time, you you're like it's just contagious. Totally, it, totally. it makes you feel bad if you're like in a bad mood around someone like that. Mm-hmm. Sylvia, I think it's you, contagious you, in that clubhouse. You tweeted out you you've watched it like a hundred times. I think hundred eleven. I think every Cub fan has. It might no be way. the yeah. Uh huh. No, I'm what? serious. Because it just... Marquis did a great job with well, all I mean, the angles, what? It's too. like 20 seconds. 111 that, times. That I mean, like, that's easy. Is that cubby porn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cubby yeah. chubby, yeah. yeah. But Mar- and Marquis did a great job with all the angles. They did. Oh, they yeah. did. Oh, yeah. There's oh, like so many great... Yeah. Everything. Yes. Like to the side. And, the, and the Spanish call that they put on the post-game uh-huh. show, which totally. was great as well. Yep. It has to, might be the most watched highlight of the year for a Cub fan. It has yeah. to be, right? You know, even more than I the Tottenham I think it's the catch. most watched Cubs highlight since the Bodie Grand Slam. There you go. Which you were at, right? Yes, I was at that game. Sunday night? It was a Sunday night yeah. game. Similar vibe where... Now, Scherzer was the one who stuck it to him that game, most of the game. This was Clevenger. Um, and, and, like, you just you felt like they didn't have anything. Yeah, totally. They couldn't do much the whole game. They were down 3 nothing. This was 3 nothing. Um, and, and while they scored all their runs on that one home run, they didn't score all on this one. Right. You know, they got back with uh, Madrigal, the, the, the Madrigal <laughs> home run. But still, to walk it out, it reminded it was with very similar. Right. Like, someone said... Would you feel the same way, Sylvie, if it wasn't against the White Sox? I'm like, I felt the same I way when, so. it, when it was the Nationals. Yeah, I think you know? so. The Nationals yes. were good. It Look, was like the when, se- when you pull a rabbit out of your hat, no matter which team it's against, good or bad, 
those wins you have to appreciate. I, was, I think the juice in the building is ratcheted up when it's those two teams that are playing. For and sure. And so it, it sure. adds to the energy factor. But, like, White Sox fans have already checked out. This is like, oh, that yeah. was, you but know. But there were White Sox fans there, and I know that because when they sing the seventh inning, it's root, root, root for, and everybody goes Cubs and Sox, you right. hear both. Yeah. So it was still intense over there, but you're right. It's a different kind of intensity when your team's out of it. But it was like the seventh or eighth inning, Sylvie, when it was 3 nothing and it, or th- then 3-1, and, ro- and it crossed my mind our conversation on the air, like, like, these games are not going to be easy, and the Sox weren't just going to lay down, and they were this close to sweeping them at a time when the Cubs needed to win. I mean, that's a big win when Milwaukee gets swept. Mm-hmm. Instead of just gaining a half game, you gained a game and a half while Milwaukee was getting swept. So we asked the question, I mean, are they going to be in first place come Monday? I don't know. They're but a, they have a, a shot. Game, a game back in the loss column right now. Yeah, and two two overall with Milwaukee having to fly all night to Texas and play the Rangers – while the Cubs get the Royals. But, of course, you know, Kansas City's winning right now. Anything can happen. But they've just put themselves in a great spot. Does Rossi have to worry about his team taking their opponent lightly with what we saw in the White Sox? We're going to see Kansas City, Detroit here over the next few series. If if they didn't have guys like Swanson and Bellinger around, I'd say maybe. But I don't think so. I just don't. There's enough to play for. They see the standings. There's like six teams for three spots in the wild card at least. I don't think so, but, you know, human nature, sometimes you do play down. We know that. But that can happen to anybody. I I was just distracted a little bit by a couple of guys walking down State Street. Um, I know now I've I've done the show with Carmen the last uh, couple of days, and I'm surprised his neck doesn't hurt because (laughs) he is constantly doing the look. Well, do one with Yurko. As someone (laughs) walks by, right? But, okay, guys, you got to tell me this. When did shorter shorts come in, come back in style for guys? Not short oh. shorts, but two guys, two muscle guys just walked down uh, State Street, and their shorts were like like Michael Jordan circa 1990. <laughs> like John Stockton? Yes. John Stockton nut huggers? Yeah. Not that short. Not but that just short? That, that medium short. You know, like, what, when did those, when did shorts... Getting shorter like that for guys coming to style. Five years? Really? Yeah, I think. Is that when you bought your first pair? <laughs> <laughs> no, my wife has been like, I still don't love it. And, and like my you got the long shorts my, that go to your these knees. These are shorter yeah, than I than I used to wear though. Really? Like, yes. That's about like my, right. Right my, above my, your my, knee. I like it right above the knee. My wife has wanted me, and to I have a, a couple to go a little bit shorter. I don't love it. I don't. Why? I don't love the short short because I. I, I to just, show off your games. I yeah. I just. I don't know. a sweet spot. You don't want to go too short. You also don't want to go too long, like over the knee. Right. Remember when that was the big, uh, the, big the cargo pants. Everything yeah. was the baggy back yeah. then. Yeah. Like baggy twenty years ago, pants, everything right. was baggy. Fab yes. Five. Yes. I pull, yeah, out, yeah. I pull out the cargo shorts every so often. I've got them oh, in the drawer. You still got the cargo shorts? Yeah. She put the end of them. that. She's like, come yeah. on, dude. You yeah. got pockets. You're not wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. No more cargo shorts there, big boy. I'm not saying my wife likes it, but I wear them. said that to me, too. No more cargo shorts. pockets everywhere, you know? They are functional. Unless you're working on the roof. And you need pockets everywhere. <laughs> there is no need to be wearing cargo shorts anymore. Yeah. You know, but, I, I love get rid of the cargo. I shorts, love the guys. carpenter pants back in the yes, day. Remember with the because ho- you got it. You had everything. You had the pockets all over. The painter's <laughs> pants. Like I'm doing- painter's pants. Like who? Whoever used that hook? Yeah, no uh, one. But I, I still love them. There are pockets all over. I feel like you, I feel like if you golf in cargo shorts, you no, make, no, like you're so cool that you're so cool no. with your. 
You're, no, you're, that picture, you are not. You should no, not be golfing. That's, that's, that is your worst take it's of the like, day. It's that's like, your, yes. And there's you know, been a few. There's been a few, but that's other, your worst other take. other version of McMahon golfing in bare feet. Like You're, you're you, the cool. Yeah, like you're no, so cool that you can pull it off. You just dated yourself. No? You should yeah, never, yeah. ever golf in You're saying in cool as in hip or no, cool, I mean like cool you're, as in temperature no, because no. You're, you're, right. you're not swampy. What I mean is you're so comfortable with in your own skin, you can do it in bare feet. You can do it in cargo pants. Yeah, no, I think Peggy's no. right. No. Peg's throwing the flag on no. that. When, we, when we're looking at golf uh, attire etiquette, I'm going to uh, we Peggy. Go to Peggy. We go to Peggy. I mean, like, are I'm not you the watching guy. the BMW? Absolutely. And, and you're and you're like seeing these guys. That doesn't smack cool God, that, for you. That, 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 Lucas Glover did not look cool. No, well, that, Lucas and Glover, actually, no. actually. Cargo shorts might have been an improvement I, over what he yeah. had the last the last two weeks. By the way, his pants, his khakis. Look like a bag of French fries from Five Guys. Like he, just gra- gra- grease stains <laughs> all over the place. It was a nightmare. He he almost looked like he was in Kirk Cousins' closet. True, <laughs> true. The secret closet. <laughs> yeah. So, so you want to know how lame I was? This brought back a memory. Remember Steve Maltai, the hockey player? Yes, of course. Okay. For some reason, Leading I'm like scorer what, in Chicago. This Wolves is like history. 25 years. I'm like 22 yeah. years old. And I came from somewhere. It wasn't like from home. And I golfed I with came him. Came from somewhere. I, 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 you yeah, went with him in my outing for the Saint right. Joseph Hospital. But I, I wore jeans. I wore oh. jeans, and it's Steve Maltai would not let me forget it. Yeah, that I wore jeans so on the you golf went from course. The jeans oh to the Cardinals gosh. shorts, I, and you haven't moved how, on. How are you not covering Somebody, the Cardinals please. right now? <laughs> you sh- we should get some jean shorts and get your ass to. Saint, I've never golfed in cargo pants. I, I'm just saying. I, I wonder if you could pull it off. I have golfed in jeans, and I never heard the end of it. But I was like 21 years old. I, I love Jesse's like saying, trying to set the trend. He's like, "This is so uncool that it becomes <laughs> cool. cool, right?" Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. Golfing in jeans, though, no, is a no-no. No, no. <laughs> jeans and cargo shorts. No, nope, nope, nope. Oh, Just God. don't do it. Yeah. Don't do right. it. Um, I won't. Yeah, so we were talking about the Bears. This whole thing with Justin Fields not playing. The, Sylvie, no one is going to treat the preseason Come like on, take my side, anymore. Sylvie. Now take my the, side. Now that the season has expanded and they have 17 games... Yeah, let's the not play Bedard in the preseason is either. Meaningless. <laughs> it's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything that Justin Fields is not playing. And and Meathead over here <laughs> needs to get over that. I can't. What? Um, I have Trubisky Jesse memories. Kaplan. If you were to Jesse ask Kaplan. me if you were to ask me before Matt Eberflus made his decision, Sylvie, do you think Justin Fields should play? I would have said yes. Now do I think it's the end of the world? No. No. Next week, do I think he should play? Absolutely. Yes. I do not think he should go several weeks before the opener without taking snaps. I believe the way you get better at football is by playing football. Thank you. Against an opponent. Now, if they want to use the rationale that he got better by competing against the Colts in practice, in practice Fine. Like, I, I get that rationale. Right. Next week, you don't play against another team in practice. 
Let's let's get them in the third preseason game, like the old school third preseason game. Let's see him play 20, 20 snaps with the starting offensive line. Yeah, Darnell Wright can get better. They all sure. can get it's better. It's definitely the rational Darnell Wright way of looking at it. Will, I get it. We'll meet Nate Davis for the first time. Yes, hello. I'm your right guard. <laughs> That's right. Hello. Yeah, That's right. Remember nice me? I wasn't you. here for minicamp either. It's a different argument if they didn't have the two joint practices Wednesday okay. and Thursday. All right. I can live with that. If, if they didn't have those, the Bears would be traveling today after being at Hallis all week, and they'd be playing tomorrow night, and he'd be playing probably seven to ten snaps. You can argue he got better reps in a controlled situation, two-minute drill covered, red zone covered over the last 48 hours in Indy, and that they get more out of it. Every Every player to a man, former player, has basically said you get more from the – I get practices, it. The practices yes, against yes. another team you know what I find more interesting, than you do the exhibition. What game. I find interesting is it sounds like, and I've been over at Wrigley Field, so I don't. It sounds like his decision was based on these practices. Yes, he that's said interesting. It the, he said it at the beginning of the week. Yeah, he sort of set us up by saying, "We'll see after this, but there's a chance he may not play." Yeah. Due okay. to the work that he's going to get in these practices, well, I'm glad he didn't make the decision on Monday. Do you want to hear? We found oh, Nagy. We found it. We yeah, had, look, this was. This I Jess, wasn't wrong about it. Jesse's always the producer. <laughs> like this is what I love about Jesse. Yeah. Jesse never forgets where he came from, no matter how big he gets on the baseball beat. Jesse's always producing. My God, Nagy yeah. knows that too. Yeah. And, and, and Jesse texted. He goes, "Hey, don't forget, we had Nagy on." This was in, and Jesse goes, well, could it have been in the spring? I would have been covering baseball. You forget it was the pandemic. So you weren't covering oh, there baseball. there was no baseball. Mm. There, there was no oh, baseball yet. Yeah. So this was after. And that's why I was at home, too. So this was yeah. after the 19 season, after they underachieved coming off their 18 season. Um, 19, they underachieved. So this is spring summary of 20. Right. During the heart of the pandemic, right. and nothing was going on, so I was broadcasting. I remember I was sitting at the desk in my basement. You were co-hosting for Waddle, and we had Matt Nagy on, and he and he and he was sort of like uh, doing a lot of mea culpas on right. on like uh, different things that he did wrong in the nineteenth season. And uh, this was your question, I believe, is in here. Matt, since uh, we're being honest here, I'm one of those meatheads that thought uh, Trubisky should have played more in the preseason. I know you mentioned it on mm-hmm. the conference call to reporters that he and, and Foles will, obviously because there's a competition. But any, any regrets on, on that last year? Is that, yep. is that pure meathead talk? No, you're right. You're right. And I think, again, you know, as we talk here, when that's one of the things that I look back at, at, at from last year that I'm, that I'm you know, not happy about that I, that I made a decision to do in the preseason, you know, is, is that. And I feel like, you know, you know why there's, number one, I think it's good for them to, to have it. Um, but, but number two, it sets a mentality. Uh, and, and so that's not going to happen this year. We're going to be a physically tough team. We are going to be a mentally tough team. They understand that. They, they're going to be tired of hearing about that. They're going to be tired of hearing about attack of, attacking and aggressive. Um, they're going to be tired of hearing about details, but uh, I, yes, you're right. I, I I look back and I say, if I could change something in 2019, it would be playing our starters more 100. Points, all, all starters. Uh, Points for honesty, at least. Uh, all right, it what? was it's Matt Nagy. 
Oh, okay. so he was so, in, he's I in mean, job preservation mode at that point. Uh, I, I mean, come on. They did one make of the, the most postseason that year. Remember, of the most Trubisky was the what was he the history. the Nickelodeon MVP? What was that called? The slime was it the MVP? The slime. That's right. So you don't think in a year Eberflus will be doing the same thing? Looking back at this preseason, I don't think so no. because here's the difference. Matt Nagy was literally trying to figure out how to be a, a head coach every single day that he was the head coach. Eberflus came in here with a plan. He knew what they were going to talk about. He knew he had everything figured out and leaves it up to let's, you know, let's talk about this. You know, maybe this is something that we shouldn't do. The weird thing that Nagy did, he's off the Andy Reid tree. Andy yeah. Reid right. plays yeah. some yeah. players I mean, that's in preseason. Easy. That's an easy. The, I, I pulled a waddle there, though. Like, if you set yourself up as the dummy. It's not, it, it, you can let, soften the question a little right. bit. Waddle you were self-deprecating. Right. Waddle just did that with Hoyer the other day. Right. I'm just an idiot on the radio. Well, Who makes are. the lineup? But we are, right. <laughs> right. right. But, but we, know our, we, we know our place, Jesse. <laughs> totally. totally. But, but look, Peggy, I don't think it's wrong to say that this is a hindsight thing. Where if the Bear, I, I, I won't blame Bears fans, and I'll be pissed if they don't look ready against the Packers. I already said that. You know what I mean? Every team in the NFL is using the opening month of September as their training camp. Well, why it's not be new, different than well, every but, other but team? Those because they're count. not at that point. But those games count, though. I mean, again. Of course they count. Yes, they like, count. Like, 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 I know that's the buzz thing to say. But those are meaningful games. It's and, not just and the, they're actually doing it. That's what, I, that is what teams So why not pivot and be the team that's different and be ready for September? And I'm not saying play a full game. I just think that Justin Fields still needs development in the preseason. I agree. I agree. And I like the idea of momentum. You play a half and score some points. The next week, play a half, you score some points. Thayer? You want to hear what's... Well, where, where's the Thayer sound? Oh, do we, I, do I, we still have that up there? You're, you're coming in with, like... Well, I'm just... Uh, look, I'm giving you I, football people. Both. I'm assuming Thayer's old Loaded. school about this. I haven't heard this. So I'm assuming he's old school play. But I don't yeah, know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Meller's got it. This is from our pregame show. Don't forget, wherever you are tomorrow, um, there's a Bears tab in the ESPN Chicago app. Bears well, game day tab. Bears, very good. Like, PB is all about the radio station. He knows where everything is. Um, when you go to the, if you're listening on the app, um, click on that Bears game day tab. That's where you're going to, all, all your pregame coverage, starting with Black and Abdallah. Uh, then it goes to the network pregame with Dion and me. Lance will be with us during the regular season. After the game, it's Yurko and Peggy. And then it's um, Meller along with Pat the Designer and J-Mac. So we've got four hours before the game, four hours after the game. And then, of course, the game as the, the main dish. But this is Thayer on the pregame show last week. And I said, Peggy, I said, Tom, why... Why do you want Justin Fields to play 20 snaps here in the opener? I think he needs the work. you got to see different colors flying in front of your face. It can't be a tempo and a controlled practice that if the official blows the whistle or you're wearing a red jersey that everybody has to stand at attention. No, Justin needs to see that uh, traffic in front of his face. He needs to understand the play he's calling in the huddle and what the decision you have to make when you see the way the defense is distributed across the line of scrimmage. And it's no slight to Justin. I just think when you have three preseason games, you have a limited amount of padded practices, you got two-week gap in between the last preseason game and the first regular season game, 
there's nothing more important than getting reps. And uh, I, I think Justin is one of the more dynamic athletes in all the NFL. But in terms of the quarterback position, he still needs volume of reps to be where ultimately the Bears need him to be, to be a division-winning competitive quarterback. Food for thought. Right, I'm feeling less like I a meathead, Peggy. I understand where he's coming from, but I just think that the trend right now in the NFL is going the other way. And that's just, and that's by a lot of head coaches. It's not just those of us who are watching. Um, Hey, a little breaking news here. I don't think anyone will be signing defensive end Robert Quinn anytime soon. Uh oh. He was arrested in South Carolina. According to TMZ, uh, Robert Quinn was booked in a Dorchester County jail around 8 a.m. on hit and run and assault charges. Oh, boy. Quinn has been accused of crashing into four cars, a light post, and a gate, according to WCSC-TV. And then he's accused of leaving the scene during a wild incident in Somerville on Tuesday. Um Former Bears defensive end Robert Quinn was arrested in South Carolina. So uh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That I lost track. He, what, he's not on a team. You no, he's, he's been a free agent. Uh, it seems ve- they, he had some injuries shot. with the Eagles, and then he wasn't very good last year. Yeah, it goes quickly for football it players, does. doesn't it? it You're does. a star, and then two two years later, it's over. Wow. And now he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. that's that's rough. You know, he was a very mild mannered. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah. guy. Nice guy. Right, mean, on paper. All, on paper, exactly. By all accounts. Um, but, you know, boy, things can go, go bad quickly, though. You know, one bad mm. night. Yeah, that's too bad. What but do you got on the show anyways. today? So, yeah, PB's in for Waddle. Waddle's in a wedding. Uh, he's in Portland, Maine. So we're going to hold it down. Jason McKee's at three. Joniak at five from Indy. They're both, they both watch the practices. I think most Bears fans are with Peggy and with Matt Eberflus. They they understand what the Bears are doing. I want to hear from you, 312-332-3776. Do you agree with the decision that Matt Eberflus made uh, to to with with Fields and with the select starters to not play him in this second game? And I'm su- I agree with you that most Bear fans are with Peggy. I'm surprised most Bear you, fans me too. are with Peggy. Surpri- it, I it, did a it, poll it, question, yeah, and I'll give you the results. There's no way last time around. Do this poll question after week one, that, 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 you right. know, yeah, after, yeah. after a yeah, loss, that's and, and that, that's I, what's going to happen. I think people are giving this group the benefit of yeah, the doubt, and I think true. whatever they're going with, like if this was a neggy decision again, right? People right. would be criticizing it. I think people are like what Eberflus has done so far, yeah. and people are buying what he's selling. So three one two three three two three seven seven six. I also want to know. This is an interesting conversation from PB and with uh, Tyler and with Meller. If we were starting the NFL today, not collectively bargained with the players, just if we were starting the new NFL. What would our preseason look like mm. and what would our regular season look like? Because it's not working. I like that. It doesn't no. work for the fans. No, it this doesn't. This is stupid. The preseason is dumb. The The fan gets cheated. Like, no fan who gets to go to a game um, is, is getting their money's worth. Yeah. It's good for the Tom Waddles of the world and the Yurkos of the world who are trying to make a team. But for other than those families and those players... Who is the preseason actually working for? Mm, that's, that's a good, a good question. Point. Really yeah. good question. So what are we doing playing three of these? Well, they should, if they're going to play them, they should barnstorm them in towns that don't have NFL teams. I mean, we get that question in baseball a lot, especially for the hitters. Not, you know, we say it's for the pitchers, but six weeks of spring training, who needs it? But 
Well, the o- the owners are making people buy well, those tickets. Yes, they are. So it's like they, you don't have a choice. Same in spring that. training. They make a lot of money. All right. that. Happy birthday to Yurko. Today is his birthday. Oh, Happy birthday, birthday good kid. Celebrating kid. all week. And, uh, yes, it's like a <laughs> six-year-old. He is just like a kindergartner. And uh, he will be or back tomorrow wife. for the post-game show. Sylvie, you're here tomorrow for the pre-game yes, show as well. And then don't forget, you can catch the Bears and the Colts game right here on ESPN 1000. Our thanks also to Kendra Smith and Sean Graney. It was very nice to be with you here, Jesse. You two Jesse. have a good I time this it. weekend. Uh, Mazel tov and uh, good, good wishes to my nephew, Chris, and his bride-to-be, Samantha. I will be there tomorrow for the wedding. So you guys have a great show. It's Sylvie and Pat Boyle coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Happy Friday. You made it to your weekend. It's a glorious day in our city. We've got planes buzzing around downtown practicing for the air and water show this weekend and a good sports weekend in chicago uh, north siders playing meaningful games albeit against kansas city but uh, the juice is certainly back yeah. on the north side and then over at olympia fields we have the pga and the playoffs going on and it's the second to last event as they head to the tour championship you're wearing the BMW Championship I shirt. Am yeah, it. is that this year's shirt? No, it's a couple years ago. But I'm going to be out there tomorrow checking it out and uh, working her as a fan. As a fan, that's as very fan. good. What do you do? What's your uh, like? What's your uh, strategy? Do you camp out on a hole? Do you walk with a group? What do you do? Uh, it, it depends. T- tomorrow I happen to have some really nice passes somewhere, so oh, we're going to go a hospitality. Yeah, tent. yeah. So we're going to uh, post up there and uh, do a little drinking and a little little eating and a little good Patty boy. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that uh, that's what we'll be doing tomorrow. I like that. But that's... no, it's uh, I, I love it. I'm a golf freak. I know this town is is golf crazy, and the crowds out there yesterday and today have been fantastic. Oh, good. That's good yeah, to hear. Yeah. That should stop by more. Like, yeah. don't be strangers. Well, you know, they, they've been here to Medina and Conway Farms and whatnot, but uh, they, got it, they got it right with Olympia Fields right now. It's not always the easiest to get to. The best thing to do is take a train there because it literally drops you off at, like, the first tee. I like that. Yeah. They should do that with the Bear Stadium, too. Yes, they should. Uh, so, uh... Don't tell Wilbon that. <laughs> Good time, Patty Foyle. We told him that. He wasn't oh, having my. any of it. Yeah. He's like, there's oh, there's a train station in Arlington? What are you talking about? What is this you talk about? <laughs> um, so, Good Time Patty Boyle's in for Waddle. Waddle's at a, w- a wedding on the East Coast. And uh, we want to talk to you, 312-332-3776. A week from today, Waddle will be back, and we're going to be out. It's our first event in a little bit here. And uh, back by popular demand, we're going to a place where they always support us, and that's Mokina. We're going to be at Stony Point Grill. I remember this. A year ago at around this time, we were at Stony Point Grill. So next Friday, 2 to 6, we're going to be back at the Stony Point Grill in Mokina. It's 19031 Old LaGrange Road. The Nissan Titans Street team will be handing out great prizes. We'll also have White Sox tickets to give away, courtesy of Miller Lite. We'll be drinking uh, some ice-cold Miller Lite, celebrating the last few weekends of summertime. So head on out next Friday, a week from today, the Stony Point Grill in Mokina. 
So I, I was surprised. I don't know if you were surprised by the poll results. I, as soon as I got the um, tweet that Justin Fields and select starters would sit, it was soon after the show, I put up a poll question. Lil Waddle and Sylvie after hours. And I said, Matt Eberflus announced Justin Fields and select starters will not play versus Indy. Are you cool with the Bears' decision? And uh, we've had almost 5,500 votes. It's brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealers. Seventy, Nearly 71% PB uh, say yes. They are cool with the decision. Uh, 29.2% say no, they're not cool with the decision. Do you believe this is because, as of now, they're sort of backing Eberflus and and they're like, okay, cool, you know, I believe in what you're doing, or do you believe this is what most Bears fans would do if they were the head coach as well and that they believe in the new trend less is more in the preseason? Yeah, I believe in the latter there. I, I think they understand where this current NFL is going and that joint practices is the future of this league and probably should be done more in the preseason. We'll get to we'll go around the horn and get all our ideas of what we think the perfect preseason would be if we were commissioner. But so I think they're siding with that. I give Bears fans credit because we're coming off a three win season. So like the the equity that Eberflus has built up is not a tremendous amount from a wins and losses perspective. But to me, this is all about the two joint practices. It sounds like it was the plan all along and it was validated after that first joint practice that they were accomplishing what they want. And and Matt looks at those practices as pseudo exhibition games or preseason game and work some hard in those two days and with the thought process that you're going to get Saturday night off. Do I have a, a problem with it? No, I don't. Do I think it's sometimes weird when I'm looking at the bottom line on the NFL Network today and it says Matt Eberflew says the Bears starters will not play and that's followed by Andy Reid says the Chiefs starters will play against Arizona followed by Mike Tomlin says the Steelers will play against the Bills or whoever they're playing. So, like, when you see accomplished NFL coaches like that with a different philosophy, but you also have to look at it. Are they are they participating in a right. joint practice this week? So, uh, right now, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I think Bears fans are as well. But as you pointed out earlier, this does give you a little ammunition if they start off the season and the offense isn't... Uh, maturing or progressing the way we hoped it had. Right, or they come out a little flat. I just don't want to hear Matt Eberflus like we just played with Nagy after the year say, uh, Mia culpa, I wish I had played them more. That's it. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people have said, I think Courtney said it earlier, that last year Justin Fields, I think, played the most snaps in the third preseason game. 30. Remember, this is different now. It's it's not four, it's three. And uh, so if they play a lot in the third preseason game, I'm cool. I'm cool that if I understand the rationale. You get his feet wet in the first one. Um, you get all the practice reps against the other team in these joint practices. And then if you play them most of the time, uh, not most of the game, but his most snaps in the third game. So he doesn't, he's not rusty going into that Green Bay game. I'm fine with it. I'm not, this isn't a topic where I'm going to pound my fist. 
on the table. I just want them ready against Green Bay. I, I am not in the feel out mode. I know a lot of people are saying this. Waddle and I have gone back on this too. I know the new NFL. I want them ready against Green Bay. They went winless against the division last year. You have got to stomp on Green Bay with a new quarterback. You cannot give Jordan Love confidence coming in his first game. You've got to come out. It's a new era of Bears football. This isn't a first team anymore that's in a rebuild mode. You're building upward now. I want them ready to play against Jordan Love and to win that football game. Especially when you're a mediocre team like they are, right? Because week one is a wild card in this league. The best team does not always win in week one. Like against the 49ers, right? I mean, like, uh, that was a clear example of, you know, two teams that ended up in totally different spots at the end of the year. And on that given day, the Bears came out on top. Right. right, yeah, and a, a little bit had to do with the weather, weather, and, sure, and that that weird rookie quarterback and Trey Lance that right. they were starting. It was his second year, but he had not not played in his first. So three one two three three two three seven seven six. Is it Chi in Northwest Indiana? Did I got the name right, Chi? Chay, Chay, Chay. Yeah, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's on your mind? Listen, sports fans are always fickle, especially Bears fans, especially Bears fans in supporting the coaching staff. Let the professionals make the decisions. I'm in support of sitting starters. Um, you know, this is a new era. It's a new this isn't nineteen ninety three. It's a new NFL. And teams are more interested in, in protecting, you know, the face of the franchise, especially with Justin. So let them sit. I'm in support of it. You know, they're gonna be ready to go week one. It's the it's I the Panthers. I hope. Look, I hope you're right. Look, I I don't think this is about being fickle. Uh, I think this is about Bears fans wanting to win and wanting to be prepared to win. That's it. This is like I don't think uh, anyone's been fickle. There's not been enough winning for Bears fans, and this is just Bears fans wanting the best for their football team. And I think the majority are with you. A matter of fact. Yeah, I'm just saying. Give give you know the the coaches staff a little more support. In you know their decision making at this point. That's all. All right. Thank you. Appreciate your phone yes, call. Sir. Let's go to Gorman in Mount Greenwood. Gorman, you're on with Sylvie and PB. What's on your mind? Uh, good afternoon. Um, you know, I understand if uh, Fields gets hurt, you know, the season's over and Eberflus is uh, they're going to hang him out to dry. But I, the way I see it, and you now you 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 correct me if you see it differently. He uh, Fields is it needs more reps because his accuracy is not there. Those passes that he completed in the first game, he played the first quarter, 10, 12-yard passes. Any, any good high school quarterback could have made those completions, and I think he just needs more, more time under center, and he needs to get as many reps as possible. And circling back to that other issue about the uh, preseason games, cut the third preseason game, put an 18th game in there, and then, oh, by the way, take the skirt off the quarterback and oh, put right. some football pants on him. And uh, the game will be a lot more interesting. That's all I got to say. Go ahead. There's Gorman with the antiquated reference of the skirt. <laughs> um, I don't know if the if, if the if they need an 18th game again. I feel like there are so many damn injuries to begin with, and I think they're, it's coming anyway. Yeah, but, but I I don't I I'm not a big fan of increasing the regular season. I, are you? you? Um, it has to be with the understanding of how we're working the off season. Because what we've done is 
we've added to the player's plate of playing a difficult game and adding regular season games. We've taken back one exhibition game, but we've also taken back OTAs and other opportunities to how many times they can wear pads during the week and all those things. And so I do agree with Peggy that the the National Football League looks at the month of September as kind of preseason. I mean, how many times did we see... Now, it wasn't a lot, but I mean, I do remember Brady and the Patriots starting one and two and going on to win the Super Bowl. Like, I think Belichick, his philosophy was, we're going to get better as the season goes on. We're not going to necessarily worry ourselves the first three weeks of the season. I think we're seeing more and more of that, especially with the 17th game. Sure. That's been San added. Francisco, I think, is a good example of that, too. Sure. But it doesn't work for everybody that way. Is is just and especially when you're building a culture. That's that's well, the counter to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're the team that you are in championship mode and you're building towards that, I think you have the luxury to be able to start the season kind of the way you want to, a little slower, getting your veterans and everybody ready to go. When you are early on in a rebuild, young players young quarterback that you need to make a decision about not too long down the road here, every snap counts. But I think this week there were productive snaps on Wednesday and Thursday yes. that supersede what you would have seen tomorrow evening for seven to ten snaps. Yeah, let's, let's get into that. And if you want to weigh in, 312-332-3776. Right decision, wrong decision. Will you be upset if they don't look ready in the opener now based on this? Uh, or is 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 if they play next week, are you cool with does this game not matter as long as they play next week? Because of like Pat just said, and that's sort of where I'm at. If they after playing the Colts in these in these head to head practices, if they play next week, I, I I'm I'm in I'm I'm cool with all of this. Let's give away some football fest tickets right now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Caller twenty four wins. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Caller twenty four. If you don't win, remember tickets are going fast, so you've got to buy yours, and you can buy yours at Hard Rock Casino Northern Indiana dot com. It's for August twenty seventh. Make sure you can go if you win these. Um, but if you want to go, it is a Sunday. It's a week from this Sunday, August twenty seventh. From 11 until 3, Barstool Big Cat is returning to Football Fest for the first time in years. Uh, Adam Schefter and Field Yates, they were there last year. They're going to make it great again. It's the first time ever that Joniak and Thayer will be a part of this. Same with J-Mac, Jason McKee, who's going to be joining us in 15 minutes. And all of us at ESPN 1000, we will all be there. If you want to win, 312-332-3776 or buy your tickets for just 10 bucks. Hard Rock Casino, northernindiana.com. More coming up with Good Time Patty Boyle and me next. This is Bears Friday on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. Talking uh, some Bears and their decision not to play uh, some of their starters, including Fields. Uh, this is from uh, my buddy Jim, who tweets the show a lot. He's a big P1. That means he's got the station ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2. However, you listen, preset one on his radio dial. That's the P1 club. 
He says the NFL isn't cheating the fan on anything. This GD country has made Football Sunday a weekly holiday from September to January, topped off with a Super Bowl. Please, the NFL isn't cheating the fans. Stop. Deal with whatever the preseason is and get over it. Yeah, I don't think they're cheating the fan. The only thing you can make a case for is why are they making uh, the fan pay top dollar for a preseason game when they're getting second, third, fourth string that's all up. I'm saying. I mean, that's the only cheat part. I, I that right, and I like. I don't. Th- they're not getting a real game. And I know it's a pre. It's an exhibition game, but still, most players now don't even play. Don't even come out for even just a, a, a series or two. And and Waddle's always said, if they if they get rid of another preseason game, they're just gonna like. Let's say your season ticket package costs three grand. Mm-hmm. They're going to make the nine games, regular season games you get in the regular season, nine grand. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, right. They're going to make up for it, it, it there. It doesn't matter. I, I get it. I, I just, just the face value of that ticket, whether you're buying it a single ticket or whatever, I've just, it, it, I, I just don't like it. Well, here's the thing. And we're going to go around the horn and, and you know, give our take on what we would do to the preseason in the NFL. But if you take away another preseason game and you add another joint practice, what if you made those joint practices available to the club, to the public, not at Hallis yes. Hall, but they're at Soldier at Field. Soldier, like the night and, before and, the yeah, game. Or they, it's a reasonable price. It's not the full boat of an NFL regular season game. And maybe you offer the opportunity to season ticket holders first and then you work your way to the general public after as the incentive. Well, what about they open it up for free and they just charge for parking and concessions? There's not enough parking at Soldier Field. <laughs> <laughs> well, there better be. I mean, for a game there is. Well, I mean, not quite enough. You know what I mean. You know what? I, I, I like, there's got to be something. Like, yes, I, I, I've thought about that. Like, these joint practices, I think... F- Instead of your fan fest and getting just your fan fest being your team, which is kind of a throwaway, like it's Lollapalooza with like the fan fest this year. It was like I didn't even know what happened, basically. Right. Every week there should be a different joint practice. So whether the Bears last week played um, the Titans. They should practice two games against the two practices against the Titans. And then like. Okay, the throw it's a throwaway preseason game, but that Thursday night or something like that at Soldier Field, the public should be able to go out there and see Justin Fields throwing the football around the, with the Titans or something like that and get to see all the players. I, I don't know, but but this way, if, if they're going to get more work in, like if this every week do... Do it that way against your opponent for joint practices. But both teams have to be willing participants. I've got a story for you oh. on the other side uh, between Tampa and the New York Jets. They were supposed to have two joint practices this week. That didn't exactly happen, and one team's not happy about it. Really? Yes. All right, you want to tell us on the yeah, other side? Yeah, okay. about that on the uh, other side. Right. And the other thing, too, with... with you know, most teams staying at their team facility and not going to Bourbon A or wherever to bond. I think these joint practices offer give you those three or four days 
where you can build some of that camaraderie that they're losing going to an off-site place for training camp. Yes, that's a good point. All right. Uh, PB will share that story, and then we'll ask Jason McKee. Jason McKee played, and, he, and he's played fairly recently, and he's a football coach. He coaches high school football. What does he believe is a good preseason, and does he like the decision that Matt Eberflus made? He's been in Indy. We'll talk to Jason McKee, our sideline reporter for the Bears Radio Network, next.